Welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. This episode is brought to you by a question from listeners just like you. You can help us grow our audience by telling your friends and peers about this podcast, by posting about it on social media, and by writing us a positive review on iTunes. I really appreciate that you invest the time to listen, and thank you for your support. Welcome to episode 94. In this episode, we're going to talk about asking another shooter about his or her EXIF information. Nearly 10 years ago, I started a camera club in my town. When we started member submissions to share in the monthly meeting, people's best photos, my good friend Brian proposed that every image should include the exposure information the stuff that we call EXIF. So when I had to prep the monthly slide presentation, I had to dig into each image to find the shutter speed, the aperture, the ISO, the focal length, the camera body, yada, yada, yada. I never really thought about it until a couple of things became obvious to me. When I would be talking about a photo, I almost never mentioned the EXIF at all, with the possible exception where I thought the focal length used or where a specific exposure decision that had been made, made an image more effective. We're a non-hostile club, so we don't criticize people's work. Sometimes there were a lot of questions about the EXIF, not why the decisions in the exposures were being made, just please repeat what the EXIF info was. We noticed that folks were writing it down. And I want to be clear on this. People were looking at other people's photographs and writing down the EXIF information for a photograph that they didn't make. This made me curious, so I started asking why these folks were writing this stuff down. I was horrified to hear that the intent was to use the same settings for their own images in the hope of getting an image that looked like the one that we were talking about. Not just the concept, the actual exposure data and not even the focal length or sensor information. Invariably, these folks would be annoyed that the application of somebody else's EXIF settings didn't work on their shot, or they became convinced that there was something wrong with their camera. I think we all understand that that wasn't the case. Times passed, but I still see this intense interest in EXIF information coming from someone else's photograph. Gang, let's stop the insanity. EXIF from an image is only useful to the creator and really only as a learning tool if it's being used as a comparator with other images of the same subject, taken at the same time, under the same conditions, but with different exposure choices being made. A given set of EXIF information is never a prescription for repetition at another time with different lighting. But you have to show the EXIF information. Everybody wants to see it according to the greater voice. In chatting with people, most of them actually don't care. There are a vocal few that do want to know. We did have a fellow who considered joining our club, and he was quite distressed to learn that I had changed our presentations, so we didn't bother sharing EXIF information. He did make an impassioned case for why knowing what the exposure information for a given shot was critical to him in his growth as a photographer. He wasn't happy when I told him that I wouldn't be doing that extra work to 
to make that data available because it's only relevant to that one shot at that time and never really at any other time or place. He informed me that his professional instructor had told him that this was critical information and he needed to be making notes of it because it would improve his photography. I felt really bad that this very nice gentleman was so completely misled. When we go to make an image, we take into account a number of things. We consider the direction, quality, and the color of the light. We take into account the composition of our shot. We think about the dynamic range of the shot, and whether its reflected average luminance really is middle gray, or whether or not we need to brighten or darken the image using exposure compensation. Heck, we'll even take a shot, look at the LCD, and playback and say, I like it or not, let me make some changes. We also have to consider the mood that we wish to achieve and the story that we wish to tell. I think when most of us are working hard at making a great photograph, we're doing all those things. And part of achieving our creative goal involves selecting shutter speed, aperture, and ISO to achieve our goals because some combination of those things yields our final image. But we all understand that many combinations of them could give you a correct exposure. To presume that one could simply set their own camera to the same settings in any other shooting scenario and get similar results is to be polite nuts, crazy, full-on wackadoodle. Program mode on any current or recent camera is going to do such an awesome job at getting an effective exposure that the need to shoot in manual is a more personal choice and sometimes self-aggrandizement than any real commitment to creating art. If you do shoot in manual, and in doing so, you're just using the camera's meter to tell you what the settings are, you got the same shot as you would have gotten in program, only it took you a lot longer and your subject has gotten bored and loaded on the bus to Cucamonga while you were busy futzing around. So instead of worrying about somebody else's exposure information, we call this chasing the EXIF, why not forget it entirely and just go shoot? Shoot in whatever mode makes you happy. Fill your memory cards. When you're done, download all the images to your computer. And before you just delete everything that you don't like, maybe then, and only then, should you look at your own EXIF data for the bad shots and see what contributed to making the shot bad. Did you not achieve your goal because the shutter speed was too high or too low? Would you do something differently if you found yourself in a similar situation another time? Did you have enough or too little depth of focus? What might you do differently? When you look at your EXIF information, try to identify why your ISO was set where it was. And if you feel it was too high or too low, what can we learn from that? How can we make our decisions more appropriate to our goals? This is the only time that EXIF is useful. When you're using your own data as a learning tool based on your own work and your own images in your own experience. You made these images, not someone else in a different place, at a different time, with different gear, with a different plan, and with different light. EXIF can be a useful, entirely personal learning tool. Spending any time asking or wondering about someone else's exposure, well, it's a waste of time. And if you think it's going to make you better as a photographer, you're lying to yourself.
It's your choice, of course, but please stop. You'll thank me later. Do you have an idea for an article or a tutorial or a video? Do you have a photo or video question unrelated to this article? Send me an email directly at ross at thephotovideoguy.ca or make a post in the comments. If you are located in Canada, please consider shopping with Henry's in your local store or at www.henrys.com. If you're outside of Canada, in the States or international, please consider shopping with B&H Photo Video. And if you do so, please use the link on thephotovideoguy.ca as this helps support my efforts and has no negative impact whatsoever on your shopping experience. If you find this podcast, the articles, or the videos of value, please consider clicking the donation tab in the sidebar of the website and buy me a coffee. Your donation goes to help me keep things going. Email your questions on any photo or video topic, and I will try to respond within a day. I'm Ross Chevalier. Thanks for reading, watching, and listening. And until next time, peace.